was an accident. I liked it. <laughs> so, how's everyone doing today? Pretty good. How are you doing, good. Mike? Settling in with my new child. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. So exciting. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an experience. I'll say that. Um, so we have Amy Richardson here today with us from Region 2B. Yeah. Um, we're going to be discussing the uh, online academy, but first we wanted to get into um, where you come from, Amy, and how you got to where you are right now. So, well, that is a loaded question, Mike. No, I'm full of them. <laughs> Let's start with your local. Yeah, well, yeah, that's easy. I am proud to say that I am from local 2209. This is my home, so this is where it all started. But to answer Mike's question, I am currently the education rep, uh, a UAW education rep, and I am assigned to Region 2B under the direction of Director Wayne Blanchard. So we all, all the education reps are assigned to the National Department underneath the President's office, but I am here in Region 2B. In my uh, okay. So you could be shuffled around to a different region um not necessarily to a different region but i could definitely be moved to like the detroit office to work okay. in the national department but um no offense to anyone listening but i i love being in region 2b and being okay. at home and and working with with my people here so i absolutely agree you're so <laughs> blessed oh, thank you <laughs> all right so how did you get your start i guess so uh you started at this local how did how did you begin your career with UAW. So I um, I was a summer help back when that was still a thing. So I started working summers right out of high school. And I think at that time it was you only worked one summer mm-hmm. and that was you got one shot at it. And then somehow the, the process started changing and they started calling people back multiple summers in a row. And then I was one of that group that came in in, in 2006 and we were the first temps. That was unheard of at that time. And they had asked us to come in to, to start because they were building the, the 900 at that time. And so we worked starting from, I think it was March or April in 06 until the, the strike in uh, October of 07. We were, or September, I'm sorry, of 07 when we went on strike. And uh, under that national agreement, the big group of us got hired. So that was fall of 07. And then that following spring, the local had a triennial election. My dad was Regan Richardson, for anyone who knows him. He was a shop committeeman here for many, many years. I think 12 years is the committeeman and final department on day shift. And he encouraged me to get involved. He knew me and said that um, that he knew if I didn't get involved that I'd be mad because I wouldn't have the ability to, to affect change. And I was really just interested in that time in getting to know the GM part of things. But he, hey. kept, he kept talking to me about it and he said, you know, you really should think about it because if you can't, if you don't, it'll be another three years before you can get involved in that way. So I listened to him and I decided to run for one of the three trustee positions that was available at that time, and was able to to win one of them. So I spent a year being or a term, excuse me, being a trustee here, and then in 2011, decided to run for recording secretary, and I held that position until I went. In 2015, Vice President Estrada asked me to come work for her at the Center for Human Resources, UAWGM Center for Human Resources in Detroit. So I was there for a few years in the skill development and training department, which really worked out because it gave me a lot of the 
knowledge and tools that I needed to do what I do today, being the education rep. So, you know, just done a few different things mm-hmm. <laughs> along the way. Mm-hmm. So uh, whenever you're doing the skills and development, what was, what was the title again? Skill Development and Training Department. So how long did you do that? Just under three years. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of, were you, were you guys like putting together the classes that we hold during that no so that's a whole different thing yeah so working in the at the uaw gm center for human resources that was joint programs okay so that was all really general motors based education okay but we did have what they call soft skills classes so we had things like um conflict resolution and leadership training right but it was all designed to be education for gm employees in particular the um the appointees in the plant doc 46 and otherwise right but Oftentimes the local would send, you know, standing committee people or whatever up there for, for that same training. But it was all joint programs-based education. And does it, it was completely separate from what the UAW education department Okay, does. that's right. It was a joint thing between UAW and GM. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, and then after that, you went, now you're doing education for the UAW. Correct. It's yep. Specifically in Region 2B, or do you do it for the entire... S- That's a great question, yeah. So because we are, um, the education reps are all in the National Education Department, we have roles there. So we do development of the curriculum. So we might write and design workshops. There are several workshops on our menu that I have written, um, and all the education reps are responsible for doing some of that, um, whether it be in-person training or or online education. Um, We do all of that. We also write the, any UAW publications that you see, those pamphlets and brochures that different topics for UAW stuff, we write and design those. So we do work for the, I do work for the National Department. I will the, the workshops and conferences that the National Education Department holds, I will be called to, to help teach at those as well. Um, but then I also work under the direction of the Region 2B director and anything that he would like me to do regionally, I do as well. So you have a couple different hats then at your current position? Yeah. Okay. Probably more than a couple. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like being about an educator? Oh, wow. It's kind of corny, but what I the thing I like most is seeing that like go off in someone when you say something that finally like makes sense to them and they get it and they feel connected to their union for like the first time mm-hmm. like that's the best to me so if i had to pick something like being in the classroom with the members is the thing i get to do the least but the thing i like to do the most okay so. okay so you said i want to talk about some exciting things we have coming up which i don't know about because you haven't told us yet but you did say something about uh online right so we you we've been hearing about the kickoff of the online academy so can you explain what that is sure so the online academy it's funny how things work out the online academy was actually the first thing that i was tasked with when i came on staff back in 2018 um ruth hand is the national education director and she had said that we were really interested in starting to pursue a an online learning system um, just to try it out and see if it works. And so she asked me to, to look into this program called Talent LMS. And Talent LMS is basically the program, the platform that houses our online academy. Okay. I started, again, in 2018 kind of working on, on that and trying to make it fit our needs as an organization. And it just so happened that we were ready to pilot here in Region 2B right as the pandemic happened 
So the timing was perfect. We were able to go, hey, here is this. We know we can't get together in person. We can't educate you the way that you're you know, accustomed to, right. but try this. So once we, um, once we piloted it successfully, we were able to pass that along to other regions That's and lovely. most regions have now picked up on the online or well they don't all call it the online academy but some form of online education i call it webinar i don't know <laughs> it's like is there a, is there an official name for it yeah it's for us it's the region 2b online academy okay. and um nationally we just call it uaw online education so what kind of classes could you take on this literally anything so we have about i would say approximately 35 40 workshops that we have in the department and almost all of those are available on the online academy so um, we have them broken down into groups so we have building our union which actually kicked off today our online academy um, the autumn season or autumn session and so building our union is really aimed at any member it's really good for rank and file and and even some leadership that can't uh, or that need you know to brush up on some things but it's um, kind of general education. And then we have, next month we have Leading for Change, which is designed specifically for leadership. It's leadership training, like, you know, leading with vision and roles of officers, how to manage, uh, effectively manage union meetings, things like that. And then December will be the series called Standing Together. And that's all aimed at standing committees and teaching them what it is they should be doing and how to go about doing it. I like the name. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> standing. It's clever, right? You know? It is very clever. <laughs> but the good news is, you know, we're we're going to continue the online academy. Um, the plan has always been to do it for nine months out of the year, kind of avoiding the summer months because that's when we have our in-person mm-hmm. conference season. Um, but you may we've we've we're in preliminary discussions right now about adding something for those summer months that I think we'll be excited, but. I'll leave that one hanging for the next interview. We'll, okay. Once that's solidified, I'll let you know what that is. Just so, a little teaser. So if teaser. I wanted to sign up for a class, or is it like a series of classes for the term? Mm-hmm. So how how would I do that, and what would I what should I expect? Sure. So what you should do. Um, every local is kind of doing it differently here at twenty two oh nine. I think the directive is just to contact Erica here at the mm-hmm. hall if you want to sign up, and. Um, you can say which one, which series you want to sign up for. So if it's leadership or if it's standing committees, you can specify that. And then Erica will register you. If anyone at other locals is listening to this, just contact your leadership and ask them how to go about it. You know, I've had members who sign themselves up and pay their own way, and that's fine too. Um, however, the local has set it up. But if you do want to sign yourself up, um, the link the call letter and the link is on region 2b's website so that's region2b.uaw.org and there's a wealth of information there but just click on call letters and look for online academy okay do you have any questions angie i don't (laughs) um but i did sign up for them um i actually wanted to take them just so i can like tell more people what to expect because i haven't i did not take the last one okay and a lot of the classes i've taken in person wise, but I figured I could just be able to just explain it a little bit better with firsthand experience. But like I, I asked Holly, hey, can temps do this? Because it's on their own time. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was like, oh, 
that's amazing. I wish this was a brown one. That was a temp. <laughs> now, I just got my five-year certificate, and it's available, but. <laughs> so it's really an awesome opportunity because, like, I always tell a temp, like, if we have a class here and you can't, if you're on a different shift, maybe you can come in, do half the class on, or, you know, if you're really motivated to want to learn, but this is a great opportunity. Yeah. And the cool thing about, so have any of you done online academy yet? Mm-mm. I see someone silently in the room who's done it. Um, so the way that's set up currently, because we really, we wanted to work fast um, when the pandemic hit and get something out there. So the way it's set up currently is we just took our existing like PowerPoint presentations and narrated over them. And then there's also text there. So if you want to read it, you can read it. And it's interspersed with quizzes and things and um, PDFs and documents that you can, you know, we one class may have a PDF of the Constitution in there and we ask you to, to find something and give us the answer, you know, so we keep it interactive. But the plan moving forward is for, um, I think over this winter, is for the department to now take those workshops and make real animated videos so that they're a bit more engaging and not just listening to someone you know tell you what's going on but you can actually have a video to go along with it and i will say like i love the idea of the online academy but there is so much that you get with that interaction Mm -hmm. with your members like members you did not know and just getting to know each other and, and working in the groups so i do really like the the class involvement. Yeah, I don't think there's any real replacement for in-person training. There's just a richness that you get there um, that you can't get out of something online. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to increase our reach, right? We wanted mm-hmm. to reach as many members as possible. And unfortunately, there's no way to ever get every single member or even a majority of members mm-hmm. through in-person training, um, no matter how hard we try. So this is a way to kind of expand that reach and get to people. And not only can, can we not get everyone through if we tried but there's some people who can't get away from home to go to to black lake for a week or you know Mm -hmm. so or locals who can't afford to to send as many people as they would like to so you you know we're very fortunate here at 2209 to have Mm -hmm. that ability but this is a way that's affordable that is approachable that's attractive to a different group of members that you know like younger folks that are coming in Mm -hmm maybe hesitant to get involved in their union right because it's you know we always talk about the big bad scary union hall and i don't want to go down there right and so maybe if they learn something first they would feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. and to your point angie you know that it's it's accessible everywhere you don't have to be at home sitting on your computer you know there's a an app that you can download um, Mm -hmm. and you can even download the classes so that you could do them you know, on the airplane when you don't have Wi-Fi. Oh, so, really? I yeah. didn't know you could do that. Yeah, yeah. So there's, um, and it transfers. So if you started, you know, taking UAW 101 in the online academy at home, and then, you know, the line broke down for an hour, you could pick up right where you left off at home by doing it on your phone or tablet. So it's pretty user-friendly. So, And so many new members, and considering, like, we at GM got rid of the referral program. So we have a lot of people that don't even know anything. Mm -hmm. Like they don't have a history of union at all. So, I mean, it's scratch, scratch book. They don't, they're coming in clean slate, don't know anything. And sometimes maybe they feel uncomfortable reaching out or bringing it up or talking to somebody is 
almost like, well, is it going to be like talking about politics? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of get a little nervous. It's so this might be that easy way to like kind of go, okay, I know a little something. Maybe they'll feel more comfortable mm-hmm. coming to the union hall. I know a lot of people that were with us on strike that were like maybe temps or newer wouldn't have never felt comfortable coming to the union hall but after being on strike and being at the hall and they kind of got involved a little bit more they don't feel so distant but we have a lot of new people that you know just it's a revolving door of new people coming in that don't have family don't have friends i like that we have this tool available to get that knowledge is power absolutely and you know i've had a lot of mentors over the years who've told me that you got to you got to meet people where they are, right? And so whether that's you know having a kickball tournament, which we always talk about, is kind of the thing that brings people down here, or putting you know making some online education available, whatever it is that touches someone that can bring them in and make them feel a part of their union. We we've, we've seen that here at this local lead to bigger things and and a lot of growth within this membership. So you know any way we can reach our people. Like I told you, you asked me a couple weeks ago when you were in here, you are like, we met like three years ago, and that was when I was in classes at Black Lake, and I said, no, I met you at the kickball tournament before I even worked here. Too funny. (laughs) That kickball tournament. That's so funny. So you, oh, you didn't work here? I didn't work. I had started actually like later in the next year, I believe. So you, you like someone else just said, hey, come yeah, be on our kickball hey, team. you want to be on it? I need a girl. <laughs> I'm sure that was like I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, you have a good time. Drink. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Rowdy auto workers. Come on down. <laughs> and then funny. everybody just thought I worked here for years because I was in this kickball tournament. It was like <laughs> the first one you guys ever did. Oh, wow. And then I think I got, I came in the following year. So. <laughs> All I wanted to ask, so the classes, is it like a, I sign up, is it one class, like a UAW 101 class that I take, or is it, am I going to have a obligation Seriously? to keep taking classes every week great question so it's it's not timed it's all self-paced but there are multiple classes okay so if you sign up for for this month which is building our union there's actually 14 classes in that series Ooh. and that's the biggest one right okay. but i mean obviously it's the most general series that we have as well so um, the good news is each one takes maybe 45 minutes or an hour and you've got three weeks to do it so it is a commitment Mm -hmm. but you know you can take it with you anywhere and you get certificates you'll get a digital certificate for each class but then we will also send you an actual certificate for each class and i know that means a lot to some people and then director blanchard also sends some little nice gift items for you as well just for a congratulations for your education um, so yeah, 14 classes for building our union. I think it's maybe eight or 10 for leading for change and then about the same for, for standing together. But they're all listed on that nifty little flyer. I saw Angie looking at a minute ago on the second page. It'll, and I found that on the To Be region. Yes. So Kim, I'm so glad you brought that up. So our website, our Region To Be website, um, again, that's region2be.uaw.org is it's been under a revamp for the last six months or so, and we've really tried to turn it into a useful resource for our members. So make sure you check that out. There's information yeah. about upcoming events, mm-hmm. tons of education information, CAP information, 
um, advisory councils if you're into those. Just all kinds of good stuff there. So and anytime you can find you're... links to the contracts, yes. the Constitution, yes, uh, Union like UAW made, Union yep. made, yep, yep. yep. So, so much, so much stuff. And if there's something that we're missing that you think needs to be there, there's a little contact form. Fill that out and tell us what we need to add, and okay. we'll take a look at it. Very cool. I just want to say, because he keeps on eyeballing me, trying to get me back into conversation, <laughs> right? But uh, anyway, I just want to say you guys are doing an amazing job. The Ruth Ann Hand with the initiative yes. to launch this online, too, because being from a couple of different locals and some that are smaller, education wasn't, wasn't a priority. Mm-hmm. Or the resources aren't there. Yeah. You know, so uh, these this online academy does actually reach on everyone and for a whole bunch of different areas. Mm-hmm. Like you have Money Matters. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? And then um, the one that really got me, because I did take like 20-something classes, I believe it was, <laughs> and uh, I didn't get any prize. I didn't get a gift or nothing. I Yo, got a stack of certificates. You need to check with Erica. <laughs> okay, I'll check with Erica. <laughs> but uh, the core values ones was the ones that really got me. And it, and, only, and it did because it touched on our leadership, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the goods and, and the bads of it. And you actually, they actually acknowledged it, yes. which was great. And then it touched on the core values, which a lot of us, or a lot of people, like Angie said earlier, the lower seniority members know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes some members of leadership fall off from it. You know, so like the one-on-one basics as well touches on core values, but that doing the core values actually Focusing on that was amazing. Yeah. No. UAW Core Values is one of our newer workshops. We just launched it um, not even, not quite a year ago. And I, I'm a, kind of obsessed with it. I think every member should go through UAW Core Values. I think it speaks to all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a, a reset for our, our union, for our organization. like So we can refocus on where we were supposed to be heading and where we should be headed now despite all of the ugliness of the, the last several years, right? Exactly, because um, we can't move forward if, if, if we don't see what's mm-hmm. going on, what happened before. Yeah. And not only that, though, we can't move forward unless we know our one-on-one basics as well, mm-hmm. unless we know our history, yes. unless we know what solidarity is. Yes. And these workshops explain very well. Because yeah. we try to do classes here as much as we can, yeah. but, you know, finances, budgets. Yeah, and you guys do a great job. Local 2209 has been a leader in, in education for at least for the last several years um, in Region 2B. So I'm really proud of what you guys do, and and I'm trying to replicate that throughout the region. Um, and, Mike, you asked if there's anything else exciting uh, coming up. To me, something that major exciting that I've been waiting on for a long time is the formation of our Region 2B Education Advisory Council. Mm-hmm. So we had kind of like a preliminary meeting in the fall of 19 and then was supposed to start up in spring of 2020 but of course we know what happened there so do we gotta keep talking about covid i yes, know when still... will it not be a thing anymore <laughs> when can we just drop it um but anyway so we are having our advisory council meetings here in a couple weeks and so we will officially start our education advisory council and i'm i'm hopeful that that will be a vehicle for us to really start driving education down mm-hmm. to the local level at not just our, our large locals of course they're leading the way because they can right mm-hmm. but trying to you know we have a, most of our locals don't even have education committees mm-hmm. um and the, some of them do but they don't really know what to do and to nelson's point earlier um historically education in in our organization has been very limited it's 
you know, we have grievance handling and we have roles of officers and UAW 101. And that was kind of it for a long time. And, and under, uh, director hand, she's really worked with, with the rest of us in the department to, to create a structure and create Mm -hmm. curriculum that reaches all of our members and not just, you know, a limited group. So I'm excited about taking what we've done for the last few years and really, getting it to to the people that it's supposed to get to and i think we'll try to use that ev- education advisory council to do that mm-hmm. yeah because some other logos are very limited yeah and just you know so, you know how committees work too you know you get so many committee members and then you start losing some then you have some with mm-hmm. assets but then they have babies like you know mike over here <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you know so, so you, sometimes you lose your resources hey i'm still here i'm right here <laughs> so is dave and he had twins yeah, yeah, he had t- yeah he's, he's got one up on you <laughs> But yeah, with the resources and everything, you know, it's the online academy is, is great. And, and the fact, the simple fact, being a seniority member, like it'd be 20 some years in here, the evolution of our education department and to get to where we are, it, it's, it shows the progress and that we are doing something. Mm-hmm. We're not forgetting. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, even so for as many steps as sometimes we do take back, we, we're still, there. the UAW's initiative is to, to grow mm-hmm. and to build our membership, period. Right. So be it COVID or anything else, we're always going to continue to grow. Yeah. So this was great being in the COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, you know, yeah, I did the 25, and then hearing your voice was amazing. <laughs> but I do look forward to the video part yes, ones. the videos are going to be a great <laughs> Especially improvement. with the Money Matters one. That was, a, you know, it was a little so, tough for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I totally understand. And, so, and we know um, that that's going to be our next step to, you know, and – Continuous improvement, right? I know exactly. that's like a GM thing to say, but but you know I believe in that too, and always trying to to take things to the next level and make them make them better and improve them for our people. So yeah, it gives it, people an opportunity to focus on certain ones that they really enjoy, mm-hmm. but then it well rounds them mm-hmm. to listen to the rest. Yeah, you know, so it's pretty good. Well, and that's to your point. Like I think the the breadth of, of topics in our curriculum is really cool. Now you mentioned money matters and core values. Um, but we have some general workshops too that understanding bargaining, understanding it's grieving, understanding grievance mm-hmm. process. Yep. Understanding Core values is in two of the workshops actually. It's in the very first one mm-hmm. and the second one. Yeah, there's some overlap in in a lot of our classes because the the information is relevant. But there's like a full core values workshop, and then it's also the topic of core values is mentioned in in a couple of other ones. But we have what we used to call our and it's kind of, I hate to use the word core again, but we used to um, have core curriculum every year when we, before COVID, when we were going to Black Lake. So our conference season, which I want to talk about in a second, always included our core curriculum for the year. And so those things are like globalization 101 and inequality, you know, things that are not really specific to UAW, but more wide ranging topics but that are very very much impact us and in, in what we all do to um and those can you can find all of that information about those workshops again on our website um if you just click on the education tab there is um the uaw education department workshop menu and it has a description of every class that we have and it's kind of broken down into like who it's appropriate for um so if anyone's curious about those classes 
you can find out more about them there. And if there's something that you feel like you you and other members would benefit from, just you know, let President Murphy know. And I'm sure she'll have a conversation with Nelson here <laughs> and, uh, and try to make that available for everyone. Mm-hmm. One of many. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we brought you all the way down here. I was just going to ask if there was anything you wanted to discuss. There's like a million things. I have a bunch of notes here. So let me look at my notes and see what it was I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. So mentioning Black Lake several times now, we do have also on the website is a list of our education department conferences for the year. That's exciting to me that we're we're finally committing to getting back up there and providing education to our members. So like I said, that's on the website. But just to quickly tell you what will be coming up next year, we'll have an education committees conference. We'll have community services. We'll have one for employee assistance program. Family scholarship. Does everyone know what family scholarship is? Should mm-hmm. I talk about that? Briefly? Yeah, you should. Especially since we got some dads in here with families. <laughs> okay. Well, family scholarship is a program that's been around for a very long time in the UAW. I actually, my brother and I went to it as kids back in 1991. That was kind of my first UAW experience, but... What it is, is members and their spouses or significant others, and even now I think um, retirees can, can go to get a UAW education, but they can take their children or grandchildren, and they get a UAW education as well. So the adults spend the week in the classrooms at the education center, staying up in the, in the you know, main building, where the kids all stay at what they, we call Hilltop, which is kind of like a camp up there, and they learn... UAW stuff on a on their level, right? So we do that every year. It's available to all members. Um, we usually put a flyer out in the late winter, early spring, but that is also on our website. So look for that there, Family Scholarship. If it's something that you're interested in, um, definitely just call down here and speak to Erica or Holly, and they'll point you in the right direction. But it was life-changing for me, and I know my brother and I never – never forgot what we learned there to this day i can sing every word to solidarity forever (laughs) because we learned it there so are there any age restrictions on the children i think the youngest and i may be wrong on this but i'm pretty sure the youngest you can be is four okay you know they can't we don't have the capacity to handle so it's pretty wide range of children that you guys can yeah i think they split it into three groups and and so they get different kinds of training based on their age group. And then at the end of the week, they all do, all the kids do like a big presentation for the, for the parents. And it's, you know, okay. it's very moving and very cool. That's um, cool. So definitely check that out if you, if you have kids and, and want to bring them up, bring them up on what the UAW is all about. Um, I didn't know you could take grandparents, so I'm a grandparent. It's new. It's new. It's new. Just within okay. like the last few years, they, they added the, the I don't remember so I didn't know about saying. significant others either. I thought you had to be married. No. It's always been like that? I believe so. No. Don't quote me. I may have to like call somebody after this interview and make sure, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, so just to continue with the, the conferences that are coming up next year, uh, like I said, family scholarship, standing committees. So that kind of envelops any standing committees that weren't don't have their own separate conference. And then in the f- October, we'll have young workers, and I believe the age limit on that is 35. And then the last one of the year is leadership essentials. So look forward to that coming out. Um, the colliders will come out, you know, you know, one or two at a time, starting at the beginning of the year. But I'm super excited to start getting back with our members and doing that. And then, of course, mm-hmm. Region 2B will have our, our conferences 
uh, announced probably around the, the beginning of the year as well, whatever those um, look like. We're still nailing down the details. So in a normal year, you facilitate classes up at Black Lake, right? Yeah, yep. I'll go to some of these, right? We try to split the ones, okay. the national conferences up amongst the, the education reps. We don't, they don't need all of us there every time, but we kind of try to make it work. But then the Region 2B conferences, those will, um, I kind of plan and put all of those together and the Region 2B staff will teach the workshops. So you, okay. you may have, you know, Ryan is your guys's rep here, right? Ryan Heaston. Um, but you may have a staff rep from Ohio or somewhere else in Indiana teaching your class, depending on what you're taking. Um, okay. But I will be there. At some capacity. It's a, And it's a lot. You know, people, Black Lake gets a bad rap from people who haven't been there. But do, do people play hard at Black Lake? Absolutely. But they also work hard and learn a lot. And it's, you know, it's an all-day, everyday thing. You know, people usually throw their their whole world into it when they get there and then come home exhausted. But it's a lot of the time, to me, the the best and most valuable lessons learned at Black Lakes, mm-hmm. are, that's the, the ones that you learn when you're having fellowship, right? When you're outside of the classroom, like Angie said, she sits at a different table you know every meal so that she learns from someone new every time and Mm -hmm. if you're you know having a drink that is actually how i got somebody to win the scavenger hunt who the youngest and who the oldest person (laughs) there was because i sat at a different table every day every meal with somebody else i wasn't even doing it and they're like i still don't know who the youngest is i was like oh it's that kid over there that's amazing (laughs) so yeah i mean we we learn a lot in the classrooms obviously that's what we're there for but sometimes those conversations that you have at dinner or just hanging out Mm -hmm. you know those are where you learn a lot as well so i always like to say that we can't have solidarity without fellowship and i truly believe that whether it's a beer at Black Lake or a kickball game at the Union Hall or whatever it is, finding ways to connect. Because it's not like it used to be where you went into the plant and talked to the person next to you all night. Now mm-hmm. we go and put our put our beats on and yep. and check out for 8 to 12 hours. Yep. We don't we don't connect in, mm-hmm. in the plant anymore or in the work site. So we have to find other ways to do it. And you guys do a great job of that here at 2209. And uh, I really think that you that could that attributes to the success that you guys have and the things that you do, whether it be the strike or contract negotiations and just having a strong local union is because you're starting you guys, a podcast, starting a podcast, find, meeting people where they're at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You guys do it. Get the information out there. Yes. Anyway, anyhow, okay. what else you got over there? I'm looking at my notes. Hold on. Is there anything else? <laughs> I think that really covers everything from, um, for me. You know, we talked about the website, social media, follow our social media pages. Um, Again, those can be found on our website, but we have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. What are you guys making a TikTok? (sighs) I really want to make a TikTok so (laughs) bad. That seems it'd be a full-time job. It would. Yeah. It would. (laughs) I just don't know if I can make it happen, but I think it would be really cool for a local local union to do it. Wink, wink. Hmm. Just saying. Mm. <laughs> I would share it everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, check out our social media channels. Please follow us if you're not already cuz you'll get a lot of information from the region and check mm-hmm. out our website. Let us know, let Holly and, and Erica know if you want to do online academy. Again, it's, you know, self-paced so you don't have to 
I had talked to a guy today that we he had just logged in for the first time and he said, I'm, I feel like I'm falling behind already. I said, you're not behind here. It's your pace. So mm-hmm. um, you won't get overwhelmed. Just make sure you start right away. Don't wait till the third week to get started because mm-hmm. that could be problematic. But we do have a little bit of space. Le- I don't know when this is going to air. But as of right now, we have a little bit of space left for November and December if anyone's still interested in those. But, um, but just reach out. And if you can't get in... This um, this season, we're going to start another one in, in January. So we'll start all over again. Okay. So pay attention. If you don't get in this one this time, we'll be rolling some more out. <laughs> I'll be mentioning it again. And as far as any other, you know, you guys already do a great job here, but any other locals listening, you know, check out that workshop menu. If there's something you think would benefit your membership, reach out to me, reach out to your servicing rep for your local mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're here to, to serve this membership that the, the director is, is willing to, to make that push to meet the needs of our members in any way, whether it's education or otherwise. And um, just let us know what you need. And, uh, you know, the door is open. All right. Well, Amy, thanks for coming in. We yeah, really appreciate you. it. Thanks for having me. No I love, love doing this with you guys. Keep up the good work. It's uh, really cool. I share your podcast with everyone. So we, we can uh, try. Yeah.